Hi, you're listening to Bluffs, Brooks, and Byways, a podcast highlighting the best of Northeast Iowa. I'm your host and producer, Morgan Thias, the communication and outreach specialist for Northeast Iowa Resource Conservation and Development, also known as RCND. We are a small nonprofit that serves seven counties in Iowa Alamakee, Buchanan, Chickasaw, Clayton, Fayette, Howard, and Winnishik in addition to byways that travel through Jackson, Jones, and Delaware counties. Our mission is to recognize opportunities and provide leadership to make Northeast Iowa a vibrant, place-based model for the nation. We love the people and places that make Northeast Iowa unique and special. Hello, and welcome back to our audience. Today, I traveled south from the RCND office and ended up on the Grant Woods Scenic Byway here in Bellevue, Iowa. Being a Northeast Iowa girl, I'm familiar with the Driftless Area and River Bluffs Byway, so any chance I get to make my way to Grantwood, I take advantage of it. Today, I have a local legend here with me, Daryl Parker. Daryl was the county director for the Jackson County Conservation Department for many years and recently retired last year. But with retirement, he just couldn't sit still and is now a member of the Friends Group for Bellevue State Park. And as a fun fact, Daryl has 28 years of experience in radio. So rather than me talking, I'm hoping he can take the lead here. Before I explain too much about his background, why don't you start by introducing yourself? Yes, well, thank you. Thank you for having me today. It's wonderful to be on your show. Uh, yes, it's been, uh, it's been a year of retirement, but uh, getting back into the swing of things. And I'm, I'm excited about where we're gonna go with the Friends Group here at the State Park. So yeah, it's been a great, been a great uh, year off, but I'm actually ready to get back in the swing of things, quite honestly, with obviously we all the COVID things and, you know, it, it's, we're looking forward to get some, some new projects going. Yes, definitely. Awesome. And are you from the Bellevue area? I am not. I'm actually an import as well. I moved here in the early 90s job-wise, but I, I'm actually originally from Guttenberg. So I'm a, a Northeast Iowa guy as well, really. Born and raised there. I went to school at Upper Iowa in Fayette, so... I had my education there with my conservation recreation biology degree. I did a park ranger stand in Lynn County and a park ranger stand in Blackhawk County, and then moved here to Jackson County. And I was the conservation director for 28 years here in Jackson County. So I had a full career of 34 years in the system. And it was just, I think, ready for change. Time for, you know, I, I put my time in. I think change is good. I, I embrace change. So fresh set of eyes. Um, it, timing was just where it needed to be. So retirement uh, was there. 2020 is not how I wanted it to retire. That's not exactly what I was really looking for. Uh, I tell people it's feeling like I was in exile for a year, but everybody was, right? It's just kind of the way things went. But it feels great to be back out and getting some normalcy and, and uh, yeah, looking forward to a great summer. That's awesome. Let's start from the beginning. With your experience in Jackson County, it's only fair to start there. Jackson County Conservation manages 38 parks, natural resources, timber preserves, historic sites, river accesses, and campgrounds, encompassing over 2,200 acres across the county. It wasn't too long ago that I talked with Jessica from Hurstville Interpretive Center, which is also included in Jackson County. What can you tell us about your experience working in the County Conservation Department? So my role as a conservation, working for the Conservation Department, was the director, right? So I was the county conservation executive director. And 
you know, that, that's probably the top administrator. I, I would say most of that position, administrative work, because the, the program has grown so much, probably 80% is administration. It's just keeping the, everything moving, right? And then the other 20% is actually hands-on work. Probably the part I really like the most, a couple things, you know, the, obviously the things that really move you, and I, I was fortunate, I think, or, or maybe had the talent to be a fairly good grant writer. And that helped because in these small counties, if you don't leverage dollars, local dollars, uh, you're really gonna get nothing accomplished. You have to find outside sources, whether it's private or public dollars, donations, grants, public grants. So we had to do a lot of that. That was a lot of how we keep things moving and, and keeping those projects moving forward. So I, I think that was probably one of the things I really enjoyed the most. Get, seeing those projects come to fruition, right? The idea comes and then you take it and, and you build it and, it and it gets created. And it could be a land acquisition project, could be a capital development project. I was instrumental in the Hurstville Interpretive Center. I was there, was the grant writer for that. Uh, that's a $1.2 million building that really uh, very little county investment in the construction of it because we found outside sources. And that's really the key to all of it. And th that, that's very fulfilling and you love to see those projects come to the end. So that's one of the part of the job I really, really enjoyed. Not, and, and also the camaraderie with all the other, your colleagues. I mean, and that's the part I maybe miss in retirement is you don't see those, those other directors that you had contact with quite often. So yeah, it, 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 was, it was a great career. It really was, I enjoyed every bit of it. I always tell people when you're looking for a job, find something you're passionate about. I think, and I tell my children that. You have to be passionate about it. When, you, when you're passionate about a job, it's not work. It's just you enjoy it every mm -hmm. single day. There's not, not saying there isn't days that were stressful and tried you, and there's no doubt you'll have great days, but overall, the experience was wonderful, and, and I would do it again if I could. That's really cool that you are so passionate about the grant writing aspect. Sometimes people in that role is like, you're there for the natural resource part of it, and you it, totally ignore the grant, and that is such a crucial part. It is, and I'm not saying the grant writing part was fun. That's just <laughs> no, it's never fun. fun. You have to get the mindset, but seeing that project and mm -hmm. finding ways to make those dollars work. And so you right, we, we lend this one, and then it's off to the next one, and then people get bought on, and then you get some private donations, and everybody sees that you know it can whatever your vision is can become reality, and then it just kind of get legs and goes. And I think that part is the fulfilling part when you get to see this, the vision starts and then you get to see the end result. Mm -hmm. What kind of activities does the Jackson County Conservation oversee? The County Conservation Department established in the late 50s, like a lot of them throughout the state. Uh, we, I always said that it, it's kind of a little bit of something for everyone because I, I, the thing about Jackson County, and we were really fortunate to do a lot of really cool prog projects and programs as I came in in the 28 years, but you know, I was part of the Hurstville Interpretive Center building that, and that really took the environmental education program to a whole new level. When I came, it was a part-time person working a couple days a week, and now it's three full-time naturalists, another program that, that happened with the Hurstville Center and their school program. The environmental ed program is, is probably as good, if not be the best in the state, I think. I, I firmly believe that. So, and it's so important. It was a huge piece of what I thought was vitally important as we educate our youth, appreciate what we have and, and, and what is conservation and natural resources and all of that. So 
that was great. But lots of things, you know, the trails and the campgrounds and the public hunting areas. And there's just so much that's out there. This is a beautiful county, you know, and I, I stayed here because I do. I love, I love Jackson County, but it's no different than a lot of Northeast Iowa, right? We, we live in such a unique and precious part of the state. People don't appreciate that, that live in the central and western part unless they come and visit. So this is where I want to be. And I think I, I was able to, to help and build the program. And where it's at, it, it's in a whole new level, I think. And I think that really became evident probably in the last couple of years when I retired, uh, prior to my retirement, I should say. We were given two pieces of property donated, one a 275 three acre parcel and another 240 acre parcel that actually donors gave to the conservation department. There was no, no purchase. It was a donation, right? I think that says a lot that that leaves a legacy that says, okay, what you were doing, people recognize it and what, and they knew it was important and they wanted to be part of it. So that was the Prairie Creek recreation area now and the Pappy wildlife area. So those are just two gems that just came on the last five years that are beautiful new areas totally donated. That to me, that just speaks volumes. It doesn't, that's a once in a lifetime and it happened, those two parcels came in a matter of two years apart. So that, that is, it's been a great thing. It that's really, incredible. It really is. It truly, truly is. I think that by itself says what you're doing is, is people appreciate it and they want to be part of it. Yes. It shows that what you're doing is good. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about the County Conservation Board and some of the projects that they take on? Well, again, I think they're, they're so varied in the things they are involved with. But I'd say probably, again, the, probably their major focus is environmental education with the Hurstville Interpretive Center. And that, that has been a big part of, of their program. And I think it continues to be. You know, the, the new, new areas that came on Prairie Creek, I know they're looking at some campground development, some cabins. So they want to continue that natural resource part of it and the recreation part of it. There's just a lot. I know there's a trail being built from Maquoket out to the Hurstville Center. They're still working on that. I started that project as well. So I think they've got a lot of things that are in the works. There's so It's something for everyone. I said that. There's always something that you can find um, and always something you can... They're working on the water trail. I'm involved with the development of their master plan for the water trail on the Maquoket River in the North Fork. So they can continue with that and, and make some improvements on that water trail, which, again, very much needed. It's a great trail. The Maquoket River is a wonderful float, but there's things we can do better. And, I, and that's, you know, I'd like to see that move forward as well. Yeah, there really is something for everyone, there it seems like. Mm -hmm. Switching gears a little bit as we get to what we came here for, the Friends Group of Bellevue State Park, to quote the DNR website, Iowa's beloved state parks and other public lands have a wealth of good friends, dedicated volunteers who raise funds, make park improvements, and otherwise give support through our many friend groups. What is your group exactly? And do you want to explain that for us? Sure. So the Friends of Bellevue State Park is just formed in 2020. It was kind of a brainchild. or The vision was there probably a couple of years ago, just kind of sat on the wayside. And, and I talked to some other people about forming a friends group. Maquoka de Caves, lots of state parks have friends groups. So Maquoka de Caves has one. And we had a friends group with the Jackson County Conservation Department. There's a friends, and that group is very active, and I saw what they can accomplish, right? Friends groups, once they get uh, an army behind them, can do some wonderful things because uh, there are lots of bodies, they have an interest, a passion, 
and there's some dollars I can tap into. So I knew there was the ability to take this and, and run with it. And it just had never happened at Bellevue State Park. So there were some, some folks that kind of sat down at the table. We hashed it over and then got the ball rolling. And so we've just formed in 2020. So I think probably one of the major directions, at least early on, or, or we wanted to see was the revival of the Butterfly Garden at Bellevue State Park. It's iconic, it's been around since the early 80s. It was at that time probably one of the first butterfly gardens. Now there's lots of them out there, but it was really a, a great tourist draw. I mean, it was, it was pretty locally recognized and, and people came from all over to see the butterfly garden. It kind of, uh, people would adopt plots and, and take care of plots and that's just hard with volunteers. So it kind of needed a little love, maybe a lot of love. So that's really kind of what got the ball rolling in trying to revitalize that, that butterfly garden. So. That's really the main, the main focus early on with our friends group was to get that butterfly garden back up and get it a shining star that it used to be. So that's kind of where we're at. We have a group, we have formed an executive committee. Uh, they cornered me to become the president of the friends group. Fine, I can handle that part of it. You know, I'll, I'll be involved and, and keep it moving. And I think we have a lot of potential to keep things moving. Yeah, so with it being such a new group, some of these questions that I'm going to ask, you might be looking into the future a little bit, but the DNR website, again, for my research, um, stated that projects of these friends groups usually take and fall into one of three categories, building improvement, resource management, or education. I know that the new friends group, and you talked about the butterfly garden, but what are some of the other improvement projects that the volunteers plan on taking on or maybe already have done? Well, I yeah, I think we are so early because really just formed in December of 2020. Oh, so okay. Very, 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 very early. Very new. We've had only like a handful, four, I think, uh, meetings so far, monthly meetings to kind of get. So we're really kind of getting our feet wet here, getting some direction. But we know the Butterfly Garden's priority A mm -hmm. to get that up and running. Um, with that is some interpretive signage. So I think education is going to be a big part of it. And I think they want to host different events out at the state park. We have some folks in our friends group that is very active and wants to be part of that education and assist with the state park staff to do some educational programming in and around the park, host hikes, you know, that kind of thing. I think that's going to be a direction I see the friends group going. We are going to, we're applying for a grant for some interpretive signage around the park to help people, uh, different aspects of with the trail use, campground, you know, that kind of thing. So helping with park signs, um, again, to help with our tourists to get a little bit of feel a new sign at the Overlook at the State Park. So that's that education component. I think it's we can be certainly part of that. The resource management would be the Butterfly Garden. And then the next step, you know, really don't know. I mean, I think that's where we're going to have to find out what's going to be, what what's our best fit. Right? How many people are in this group? Well, again, we're, we've, we've got an executive committee formed, which are the four officers. And that's really who we've been meeting monthly, again, to try to get our feet wet and how we want to take this thing moving forward. Um, so we haven't actually even had a membership drive yet. That, that's We're early in that game, and I think we're going to try to do that as a, a picnic social event sometime this summer when COVID lifts and we can have mm -hmm. that. That was quite a, a discussion we had is if we could have a kickoff event and invite people to come, then that would that'd be a great recruiting tool for our friends members. So that's kind of where we're, we've got that kind of in the back of our mind. Maybe late summer, early fall, we can do that and then start you know, looking for for that membership piece of the puzzle, which is gonna be important, you know. Um, but right now it's just trying to get some direction and, and early on 
butterfly garden, get that up and looking, get some signage up, assist with the, some of the programming for the state park, and then we'll take it from there. Right, make yeah. a plan and go yeah. from there, right? Yeah. It's a great executive committee. They're all very committed and very, uh, very passionate. So we've got the right people on board that, that want to see it be successful. And I think, uh, I think it has all the potential to do that. What made you want to stay in that conservation field even after retirement? It never leaves you. You know, those, if you're passionate about this, mm -hmm. anything, but it, it does never leaves you. You know, I, I've done this my whole life. It's, it's what I do in my spare time. So it's not hard to get me motivated for something I truly love. So, and I live next to the state park. I mean, I literally am on the, on the south unit. I live right next to it. So part of my property borders the state park. So it's near and dear to my heart. I utilize it almost every single day, go for hikes, you know. So I'm, I'm a user but I'm also one that appreciates it. And I know it's a wonderful resource that we have in our backyard here in Bellevue. So I wanna see it grow and it can be better. And I think that's where our friends group can come in and help. That's really what we're here for. Friends groups are there really as, as a help for the state park system. That's what they exist for. They're just a, a, as a way that you can assist and, and get projects done that maybe get through the bureaucracy of government Friends groups aren't part of that. So there's opportunities that they can find other grant dollars or go after specific projects that maybe the state park system can't. So I think we're there as a help. We're, we're just a right arm. And that's really how we're gonna look at this moving forward. I didn't realize how formal, I guess not formal, but the friends groups were that it was common for a lot of state parks or locations to have those friends groups. They are. I think they, I think they became uh, very popular in the last probably 10 or 15 years. And a lot of them are formed, for instance, I can, I can refer back to when the Hurstville Interpretive Center was born and we, we established the Friends Group for Jackson County Conservation. A lot of them are formed as a driving force for a project. Mm -hmm. The Driftless Center up in Northeast Iowa in Lansing, and I know Jim Jeanette very well, exactly the same way. They were formed because they had a project to go after. So it gives you a target, right? There's a goal. And once you establish that goal, then you're going to what's next. But the, the state park one, yeah, the butterfly garden was sort of a, a first project and we knew that, but I think we have loftier goals than that. And I think we'll get our, once we get our legs underneath us, we'll figure out what that next major goal is gonna be. Cause I would love to see us go after a big time project. I don't know what that's gonna be yet, but I would love to go after that. I think, and I think we can, I, I really do. I think we can go after something that would really be a shining star for the state park. That's, that's awesome. my goal. That's my vision, yes. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. No. But I think that is a wrap for the questions that I have, unless did I miss anything or can you think of any events or does the Bellevue State Park or the Friends Groups have anything coming up that you wanna to touch on? Well, I know we're gonna have a, and it's gonna be like in around that Mother's Day, we'll have a, a butterfly garden cleanup. I think that's coming up. You can catch us on our Facebook page. Um, I think you just, you can go to Friends of Bellevue State Park and you can get there that way to uh, or connect with us on our, on our Facebook page because that seems to be the major way that we're you know, communicating and cooperating right now. But we haven't established a website. I think that'll come. Again, it's just, we're so early in this process. We gotta get our legs underneath us first. And I think once we get that, we'll see a lot coming out of Friends Group. That sounds great. Yeah. As we close things out, I do what I like to call rapid fire at the end of every episode. So I'm gonna ask you a series of this or that questions and you have to answer them as quick as possible. Are you ready? I am ready. What is your favorite winter activity? 
Uh, actually, I'm just I'm more of a hike snowshoer, snowshoe and or hiker. I love going in the wintertime. I'm also a hunter, so I spend a lot of time in the field. Um, pheasant, I'm an upland bird hunter. I have a couple hunting dogs, so that's certainly one of my passions, if I call that wintertime. But uh, I love to hike, and I love to snowshoe, so that's probably a Oh, I love ice fishing too, don't get me wrong. So <laughs> All I'm, the things, I'm one of these right? crazy guys, I love winter, right? I, I do, I love, I love winter, so I love ice fishing too. So all those would be summer. What about a summer activity? I'm a kayaker, love to kayak, love to bike. Okay, Probably yeah. Mm -hmm. What is the best meal in Northeast Iowa? Oh, well the best meal I would have to go with, and this is probably I guess Eastern Potter's Iowa. Mill. Potter's Mill would be right over the hill here, close to the State Park, uh, that's the Blues and Barbecue. Southern Creole barbecue, that's excellent. I'd say that's probably right up there. That's one of my favorites. Iowa State or Iowa? My wife is an Iowa grad, so, you know, and I I have to probably side more with the Iowa side because my wife is an Iowa grad. You already answered this, but kayak or canoe? I'm a kayaker, yes. Me too. What is the best local pizza? Best local pizza, I'll go with Horizon Lanes. That's our local bowling alley. That's mm -hmm. probably the best local pizza. We have lots of pizza places in town, all pretty good, but yeah, I'll probably lean there. Okay. Casey's or Quickstar? Well, we don't have Quickstar in town, so that you know that probably leads a little bit probably. Yes, yeah, so I'll have to go with Casey's. All right. All right, last question. What is your favorite part of being a member of the Friends Group of Bellevue State Park? Well, I think it's uh, it's the camaraderie we're going to have with this group. You know, I think we're going to have, and, and the potential. You know, I think we have some great potential. And, yeah, I think there's it's it's been a need for a while, and I'm looking forward to this working with the state park staff and doing some great things at Bellevue State Park. So the, the potential is there. We just make it happen. Awesome. So before we end today, I want you to tell us how to get a hold of you, the Friends of the State Park, and the Jackson County Com Conservation Board. I know you talked about Facebook, and you don't have a website. We don't have a website yet. But the Facebook group for the Friends is just Bellevue State Park. Fr Friends of Bellevue State Park. Okay, and then what about the Jackson County Conservation? Well, you can Jackson County Conservation, you can go to their, their website, which is jacksonccb.com, or just Google Jackson County Conservation. You can catch up with them that way. And they have their contact information there. Um, I think their friends group is also a link off of that website. So either way, you can catch up with the County Conservation Department offices at the Hurstville Interpretive Center. So, yep, I would catch them. Their phone number, 563-652-3783. Certainly remember that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that'd be the best way to get a hold of uh, the County Conservation Department. Uh, the friends group, since we're kind of in our infancy, we really don't have a main contact. I would use the state park office, and they can get a hold of us that way. The Bellevue State Park Office number is 563-872-4019. Uh, um, and you can catch them, obviously, through Iowa DNR. Uh, Bellevue State Park at iowadnr.gov. I think you can get on their website to catch the state park. And as we move, I think we'll be able to post some activities along with the state park through the Friends Group. We'll be able to use that website. Yeah, initially. and Facebook events are a great thing, too. And I know that the Hurstville Interpretive Center always is posting fun events even if they're vir virtual, so that's yes, a good, good way to connect. For our audience, you can find all of the links to our social media as well as the Friends Group of the Bellevue State Park in our show notes. As always, we strongly encourage you to submit ideas, ask questions, and or connect with us. If you're interested in chatting with me or someone else along the Byway or the RCND team, we would love to hear from you. Tune in every week for new episodes highlighting business development, 
recreational activities, historic locations, natural resources, and of course, helpful hints to make your trip along the byway an incredible one. You can also find us on Facebook, online at northeastiowarcd.org, or by contacting our office in Postville. A special thank you to the staff at RCD in Postville and the Byway coordinators all across Iowa for helping make this podcast possible. Thank you again for listening to Bluffs, Brooks, and Byways. And remember, adventure awaits, and the Byway can take you there.